I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ramble Reacts. Jared Bowen bags his first ever hat-trick for the Hammers. I'm Marcus Speller. And I'm Andy Brassel. Welcome, one and all, to Ramble Reacts. Andy, it's a bloody pleasure to have you with me and the listeners here. And that's how I see it. <laughs> the listeners and I are here. It's just who's going to join us. That's the question. That is, that is the question. Uh, th- we've already had someone or something join Jared Bowen because in the post-match interview where he's linking up to the Sky Studio, it's like on a plinth next to him, you've got the hat-trick Ooh. ball of Jared Bowen. So I guess depending on the angle, it looks like either it's like on a really nondescript bit of furniture or it's sort of levitating in the air. It's it's like the sort of, you know, in the last Star Wars films, which obviously people have very split opinions on, the way that um, uh, Kylo Ren has Darth Vader's mangled mask yeah. on top of a plinth. It's, it's very man cave-ish. It feels like you know exactly where that's going in Jared Bowen's house. Yeah, and of course, it's not accurate to say anymore, oh, he gets to take home the match ball. It's he gets to take home one of the match balls because of the multi-ball system, Andy, that we all know and love nowadays. You don't actually get to take the match ball home because that would be quite something if play um, was contained for so long and they just kept the same ball. The ball boys and girls wouldn't be doing the job, quite frankly. So... uh, no, that's 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 true. That's true. I mean, the multi-ball system has been abused over the years. You remember at Sevilla years and years ago, where they used to, when they were winning one nil with a couple of minutes left, they used to get all the <laughs> ball boys and girls to throw them on the pitch simultaneously to disrupt the flow. I tell you what, Paolo Dybala scored a hat trick for Roma earlier, and he did something quite clever because 
they have this thing in Spain and Italy now. They have this thing where they each ball that goal is scored with, they take it away, put it in a sack, and they sell it for charity oh, afterwards. Right. And you think, okay, fair enough. But um, what he did is when he scored his hat-trick goal against Torino today, Dybala took the ball out of the net, went behind the goal to the curva to celebrate, and just threw it to a guy in the crowd. <laughs> and so he got Dybala's hat-trick ball. Oh, right. He was like, don't worry, mate. I'd rather this go to you than anybody get any charitable money from it. <laughs> what a little scumbag. What a dirty little... Um, I'm sure it's that's Argentina for you. Yeah, I'm sure I've done him a great disservice. I have I've no doubt. Um, he scored a hat-trick. Jared Bowen scored a hat-trick as well, Andy. Uh, a, a, a lovely hat-trick it was. His first ever senior hat-trick. Beautiful. Which is quite something, yeah. It was a blistering start to the game, Andy Brassel. I mean, barely had we sat down, mm. and suddenly West Ham were playing the West Ham way. I don't, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if it's too simple to say it's all down to Lucas Pakatar because they, they spent a, a long time, it felt like, on Sky talking beforehand about is he someone you want to build a team around or is he is he too unreliable? And Guy Oclichy was like quite cold on him. I, th- I thought, which was which was quite interesting because he said, oh, I saw him in, in France and, I mean, I saw him in France and I've got a slightly different view on it, but... I, That's I the kind of thing you say, Andy. Because... Oh, I saw him playing for Leon, he wasn't <laughs> yeah. very good, therefore he's never going to be any good anywhere else at any point of his career. <laughs> No, no, that's what you hear. That's not what I say. Right. <laughs> There's a slight difference. Why don't you rate Kenny Tete? I, I do rate... He's, he's, he's fine for Fulham. He's fine for okay. Fulham, Marcus. Right. And I tell you what, he'd probably be the best player in the Leon team now. <laughs> but I, I think I think the thing with 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 Pakhtar, I don't know if it's a bit simplistic to say this, but afterwards there, there will always be people who, who will say, "Oh, West Ham went out; they scored four goals at home. Therefore, David Moyes is vindicated, etc., etc., etc." Where I think the reality of it is, you put in Kudus and Pakatar, and it makes a massive difference to your ability to project forward, to bring the team forward, to be yeah. positive, to get the ball into the opposition final third quicker. And it made a, a massive difference. And, and Pakatar, despite what Gael Clichy was saying, I, I, I thought, he's, he's perfect for the Premier League, actually, mm-hmm. because not only has he got incredible technique, he's very, he wants to play football at pace and he's prepared to get stuck in as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's a couple of bits that you you sort of touched on there, Andy, with regards to the the kind of the the story of the match. West Ham obviously went two 0 up very very early on. Then then Neil Morpay pulled one back. At one point, it was four one to West Ham, and it looked pretty comfortable. And yeah, did it feel four one to you at that point? Yeah, no, it didn't really. And even at four one, then Vissa scores late on. Now I know you get an awful lot of injury time now and I think footballers may forget that and you can't blame them because if it's if you look at the clock and it's 88 89 and you and you're two goals down you might think ah oh, you know it's it's not really happening for us and then suddenly it's like plus 7 it's almost like the mm. clock gets wound back to 83 minutes you can't oh, hang on we we've got a chance here. But I yeah as you said West Ham scored four goals and in the end we I say reasonably comfortable. They they had a two goal cushion and and finished the match with that two goal cushion. Yeah, mm. it's not the most entirely convincing win, though, is it? No, 
No, and I, I think that's absolutely right, Marcus. It's, it's the difference between um, absorbing what actually happened in the match and just going off the result, really, isn't it? Because I, I guess as time goes past, people forget the detail and you'll probably say, oh, it's just a consolation goal, really, for, for Visser. But it, it really could have been something. I, you know, you talk about... Um, Jared Bowen winning the game for West Ham, and I, I think that's a, a not not an unreasonable perspective. Of course, um, he, he was vital. He got them off to a great start. When he's on it, he's just brilliant to watch. He's one of the best players in the in, in the Premier League to watch. I think yeah. it's, it's a point that Jim makes actually again and again, and he uh-huh. he is such fun. But um, I don't think it's a stretch at the same time to say Alphonse Ariola made sure they won the game. I mean, there are yeah, a couple he, of great, saves, great saves in there, the... particularly one from. Ivan Tony at the, at, at, mm. at the end. And West Ham will always, well, I would say they'll always give you a chance. They will always give you more than one chance. Let's uh-huh. let's be honest. Do you, do you feel then with West Ham that, you know, Moyes has had his critics and he will always have his critics, quite frankly, at West Ham as long as he manages mm. them. You know, um, they're in the top half of the table. They've got, a, you know, they're contenders to finish in the top half of the table. I don't know whether... Mm fans of, of West Ham or clubs around there would think that's a huge achievement or not. They're still in European competition. You know, come the summer, as I say, they could finish re- respectably in the league. They might have had another good run in Europe. Mm. Who, who, who knows how that will kind of work? Well, they've already had, they've already done well. They could go a bit, a bit further. It's unlikely Moyes will be there come the summer. I personally think. Do you think? Yeah, I, I think you think? That, I, I, I suspect he'll probably move on, but 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 either or, I'm sort of straying from my, the point I want to kind of make. Do you feel it is the okay. individual quality that is 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 propelling West Ham? I, mean, I say propelling them; it's their first win of 2024, um, so you know they've not done particularly well of late. But do you think that they are just relying on that individual quality rather than a proper plan and strategy and whatnot from the manager? Well, I think there is a plan. I just don't think it's a particularly exciting one unless you've got those guys in in the team. And when you spend a reasonable amount on players and when you have a stadium that's that big, I I think there's kind of an obligation to entertain. And that's before we get into the weeds of of West Ham's history and what sort of football they like to play and, as you say, the West Ham way and all all, all that sort of stuff. I think I, I don't really want to fall into the trap of saying when a team's doing well, aren't the players brilliant? And when a team's doing badly, isn't the manager crap? I I think that's an incredibly reductive way of looking at things. But Moyes is like, there's no middle ground with Moyes, is there? He's Brexit. Because you either think (laughs) um, he's... Well, he he, he is, because you always think... You can say he's Marmite. No, he is, he is the issue of Brexit. I'm not saying he represents the decision to leave the European Union. There's a slight difference. He's the Brexit debate. So I, I, I think people either think he's done a brilliant job for West Ham because he's got them in Europe three times in a row. Um, yeah. He took them away from relegation and um, they, they won a European trophy under him. And so there's no argument on a results level. I mean, I think there's nuance and that there probably is argument on a results level because I think uh-huh. at times they should have certainly in the league last season they should have done much better with the with the resources they had than they actually did and winning the trophy saved them winning the the the, the European mm-hmm. um trophy saved Conference them league, yeah uh, and, and there are there are people on the other side who will say uh 
the football's trash. It's an affront to West Ham. And once he loses one or two key players, they're absolutely in the mud. And I think realistically, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. I think you, you can spend enough time talking, and we can spend enough time talking about David Moyes at West Ham, not to say either he's amazing and he deserves to be canonised and he's better than John Lyle mm. and saying, oh, he's, his football's really boring and he's shit and fans shouldn't have to put up with it. I, I, I think there is an opinion somewhere in the middle. I think you can say there are some things that he's done that have been extraordinary while he's been coach. And there are other bits where his limitations have, have been exposed. I, I, think, I think it's fine to say that. Well, look, I, I thought that he might not be there kind of come the summer. Um, but, I mean, he has been offered a new contract by West Ham. So he'll decide his, yeah, he'll decide his future at the end of the season. And I think it it may well be Moyes who decides that maybe time it's yeah. it, it's time to move on. Yeah. It was, was perhaps a point of something. It was rumoured that his um relationship with technical director Tim uh, Stighton is is a is a potential sticking point. Um so we, we shall see what comes out in the wash there. But let's let's go back to the actual game itself because I don't want to lose sight of the fact that Jarabone scored a hat trick. Uh, on yesterday's football ramble, we were talking about very briefly talked about Ollie Watkins and what he's been doing, and it would be very hard on him if he doesn't get in the England squad. But the feeling is Ivan Tony will be the backup to Kane. Well, what about mm. Jared Bowen? Because he is playing through the centre for West Ham. However, we know he can play on one of the flanks. Uh, you know, on the on the the right side in particular of a, of a front three. Uh, he's, he's played a little bit there for England as well. Not too much, but he's, he's had a few caps. Would that be a potential option for Southgate, Andy? Because he can play on one of the flanks. I know there's fierce competition in those those places, but he also doubles up as somebody who can, who can go through the centre. I personally think he's probably on the periphery of the squad, but what do you think yourself? I'm into the idea. I'm really into the idea. I, I think what you underlined there, the versatility, I mean, I, I suppose it's a, it's a bit of a cliche of, of, of picking tournament squads, but to have someone who's not in the first 11 that can cover a number of different positions, a number of different forward positions is, is really important. I think when you talked about Ivan Tony maybe having the drop on Ollie Watkins, I mean, I, I would think that's, I, I don't. I don't think that's fair. I, th- I think okay. Watkins should go ahead of uh, Tony. To be to be perfectly honest, that, that, that's that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't think it's unreasonable at all to think that. I, I, I think that when you when you look at the case for including Tony, so much of it is personality based. You feel he's he's a leader. He's got a bit he about can him. Take a penalty and Jared Bowen crying out loud. He can take <laughs> a penalty. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but but Jared. Jared Bowen is a huge personality in a, in a very different way, I think. And he's a leader in a, in a very different way. So it, it manifests slightly differently. But I think Jared Bowen, not just because he's, he's worked himself up from, from the lower divisions, you know, mm. thinking Hereford, Rochdale, um, Hull, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I think the fact that... So is Tony, by the Even way. at the age of... The, Yes, of course. But mm-hmm. even and, and that's that's part of the persona, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But even at the age that, that he is, I mean, Tony has continued to develop and has become a better version of himself. Whereas I think Bowen has developed and 
is continuing to develop because you're talking about him adapting to being a centre forward this season. For him to be able to do that at this advanced stage in his career, I think that's enormously impressive. And that you could put him in loads of different spots and get him to do loads of different jobs. I mean, if you're talking about Tony, you're talking about sending him to back up Kane and, and that's it. And how would he deal with not playing? That, that's, that's the great unknowable, really, isn't it? Whereas you think, not only is, if you're talking about a choice between the two, not only is, is, is Bowen more adaptable, I think, and more versatile, but because, he's, because he is more versatile, he's got more opportunities to get minutes. So mm. you, you're, you're less concerned about, you know, because I think that's, that's the, the major part, isn't it, of picking squad players for your squad. The guys who aren't in the 11, they have to be able to handle not being the main guy and not playing. So you look at those moments, for example, when Tony stands up and obviously it was focused on on Sky, the fact that, you know, after the second goal, he's the guy who leads the powwow in the middle of the pitch and goes, come on, lads, let's just take a breath. What mm. are we doing here? And you know that that leadership is is sort of invaluable. Is that really needed with England, though? Do you think? Well, Andy, you spoke about personality types and and how they're crucial um, when it comes to well, it comes to anything, but particularly tournament football when you're you're away potentially for a long time, cooped up with everybody. Do you think, on the mm. basis of his personality, and it would be a rogue move? I understand he hasn't been capped by them yet, but do you think France should go for Neil Morpé? <laughs> you are just looking for ways to undermine France and I, I admire it spells I admire it just, there. just take a take a deep breath yeah. I'm going to send you a few clips on WhatsApp after we finish here of Dio Pumacano and the sort of season he's been having and I'll tell right. you what after that you are going to sleep like a baby tonight <laughs> Oh dear! He, I, I, I fear that Neil Morpé is becoming a bit of a caricature of himself. But, but still, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was. He, he seemed to be winding up Kevin Nolan. Although Kevin Nolan, Morpé had walked off, and Kevin Nolan seemed to be having to go at somebody else at one point. And I thought to myself, yeah, Kevin Nolan, Neil Morpé, that they'll find a way to um to, to have a bit yes. of aggro. There's there's no two ways. They about are Raji kindred spirits. They are, Andy. Neil Morpé is uh, yeah. among the goals again tonight. Um, he, is, he is popping up with the odd one or two here for, for Brentford, we have to say. So, 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 so kudos there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com 
slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the football ramble. We have to mention Emerson's goal, Andy Brassel. What a sweet strike. Oh, oh it's absolutely magnificent. It's it 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 brilliant. And uh, I think the fact that it felt quite undeserved as well. <laughs> but, but the fans called for it when he had the chance to shoot. You, yeah. you heard everyone going, shoot, shoot. And he was like, all right, I will then. Right, and so <laughs> they're, they're going to be every time he gets the ball now. Anywhere near the vicinity of the goal, that's what they're going to be chanting or shouting. It was utterly glorious. Beautiful technique on it as well. Um, what do you what do you think yeah, of Emerson? He, um, I mean, he, Lewis Potter seemed to give him a bit of bother down that side. Mm. Um, but uh, but how do you rate Emerson? I, I like him. I, I sometimes feel that his attacking qualities, as underlined, um, sort of obscure the fact that in another way he's. He's not really suited to being a, a fullback. He's more of a third centre back kind of fullback, really, isn't 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 he? You know, yeah, I see what you mean. great left foot, unbelievable technique, but he's not he's not exactly lithe, is he? You know, yeah. I, I think you generally expect fullbacks to be a little bit more mobile than that. He, he is athletic, but he's he's yeah. not he's not super quick. And I think if you go back over the last couple of weeks, and you know, now Kieran Trippier's got somewhere nearer to acceptable form for <laughs> Newcastle. He's he's passed on the jinx to Dan Byrne, who's having yeah. the month and a half from hell at the moment, yeah. is isn't he? And you know, he, he looks he looks like he's carrying a bag of rocks up a hill at the moment, doesn't he? It's <laughs> it's, 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 it's really unfortunate. But um you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get there in the end. It's, it's not like Burns a bad player or anything like that, but he looks really exposed in that fullback position. And Emerson always has the potential for that to for that to happen to him. But what you said about Lewis Potter, it's funny. You keep mentioning Brentford players, and you know, Lewis Potter, great to watch. I love Tony and Morpai as a, as as a, as a pair. Um, I, I was thinking towards the end of that, Damsgaard. I can't believe he's still not got a goal or assist 
in the Premier League. I mean, he's only started about 10 Premier League games since he's, he's joined, hasn't yeah. he? Which, when you consider he was joining off the back of that, that brilliant goal against England in the, the, the Euro semi-final uh, at Wembley. And, you know, yeah, he's, he's someone who's really highly rated in the, 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 the Danish football community. I think it's unbelievable that he hasn't, hasn't been able to produce more since he's at Brentford. But so many times, I've, I've seen Brentford in the flesh a, a few times this season. And I always come away with the feeling of, Oh yeah, they're really good, aren't they? And then you look at the results, and they've lost and again. I, I I I keep saying, yeah, I keep saying, well, you you can't can't judge it all by the results. You know, that's not a description of what happened in the game. But the reality is, especially with Everton getting some points back, yeah, like they are in the shit. Like like Brentford well, are genuinely the- in the shit. And you look at the fixtures they've got coming up as well, and they've, they've what lost. Ten of the last twelve in the Premier League—it's awful. Yeah, they, they are struggling. Uh, they are struggling, and of course, you mentioning Everton there. Of course, that was huge news earlier today. Because of course, we're recording this just after the uh, the, the match of Monday night. Mm. That, that Everton have uh, had their 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 punishment reduced from ten points to six points. I'm sure everybody has seen this. Uh, now they can still be punished more points we ought to wait for the for the other investigation going it's all getting a bit messy isn't it and obviously nottingham forest are yeah. uh, subject to that as well and we'll discuss um, this further on wednesday's ramble where andy and myself will be joined by jim and pete so do make sure you follow us um, on spotify but yes so everton's um everton getting four points back if you like for now that's what we've got to go with they're now into 15th brentford are into 16th and we spoke on um, Monday's ramble that Forrest are in trouble um, I just sort of thought yeah. about Brentford and I said oh but Brentford they've got Tony back I think they'll be okay which is ultimately if you push me what I do think but F- Luton now have got a game in hand on, on Forrest and Brentford they are four points behind mm-hmm. Forrest five points behind Brentford it is achievable now for Luton I mean, it's been, I know they would argue it's been achievable for, for, for a while, but suddenly you look at that. They are the teams they're trying to reel in. Now, I know Bournemouth are only three points above Brentford, but Bournemouth's season seems to be a lot better um, than what Brentford have been doing. So when you look at the teams down there, Andy, you've, you've talked about Brentford. Do you, do you think Brentford are really in this, or do you expect Tony to get among the goals and to them to get out of it? Well, he, he has he has been amongst the goals. He's, he's he's played pretty well, I would say, and and they're still in it. You know, there's there's a, a lot of problems with them, and I think producing a consistent ninety minutes is, is is probably the premier of those problems. To you wouldn't see Thomas Frank losing his job, would you? I mean, one of the safer managers in the Premier League. It's hard to imagine, but if they got relegated, I could imagine him falling on his sword, definitely, yeah, because it yeah. would be such a a massive disappointment. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I mean, the, the, the future for Brentford is. A bit difficult to read anyway, because it looks like Matthew Benham's trying to sell the club. And his way of running things has given them such a leg up, really. They've got no other natural advantages. You know, they've not got... They've got an, a, a new stadium, but it's um, it's Bijou, I think you can say in Premier League terms. It's, it's, it's not a license to print money or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah. They've not got a, a, enormous natural wealth. I think, you know, they've... They've been managed very sensibly and very prudently. And, um, you know, you don't want them just selling to some random, I think it's fair to say. But sure. going on the the overall relegation picture, as you, you were looking at, I, I think Brentford are properly in it. Obviously, Forrest are, are properly in it. I think they've got a fixture list that could go either way. There's enough winnable fixtures in there. But, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get from them on, on, on any given day. They're, they're incredibly inconsistent. 
And Bournemouth, I mean, they are another team, a little bit like Brentford, where you see what the plan is, you like the aesthetics, they were excellent against Manchester City at the, the, the weekend. And, you know, yeah. we're not going to judge them on like losing by one goal to Manchester City, for goodness sakes. But that they, they are another team that need points and quickly. But if you think of there being a pressure, a pressure on one team in particular to screw some points and quickly, it's Forest because of what might be coming. And you think they've got Liverpool on, on, the, on, the, on the weekend. It's, it's not ideal, is it, really? Certainly not ideal, Andy. All right, well, we will, um, as I say, talk about Everton on Wednesday and uh, we shall see the relegation picture unfolding in, in the coming matches. Um, Andy, some very, very sad and, and disappointing news uh, happened on Monday evening. Coventry City beat Maidstone 5-0 in the FA Cup fifth round. Maidstone United's FA Cup run came to an end. And it feels sad that it came to an end on a cold Monday night in an away fixture which wasn't the glamorous tie that they really, really wanted. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's still an enormous achievement to go and play at Coventry City, yeah. a very, very history club who have won the FA Cup themselves, you know, in, in living memory, depending on how old you are, but we are old enough. Uh, so, 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 so no disgrace, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we wanted them to go out to Manchester City on a Saturday afternoon, where we could all kind of enjoy, it or at least keep up with it on the radio, something like that. So it feels like it was a little bit of a, a bit of a shame. But that afternoon, where they beat Ipswich Town, they'll always have that. Uh, yeah, that they they will. And um, all all I can say is, where one dream dies, another is born. And I look forward to, um, I, I look forward to Hadji Wright scoring a diving header in the final at Wembley. I <laughs> <laughs> like Keith Helpchen. That's what it's all well, about, it, isn't it? I mean, it is Coventry's first FA Cup quarter final of fifteen years, and Coventry, it's Coventry City have had some tough times of late. It's fair to say so. Really tough. So, really yeah. Tough. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm pleased for them. In, in a way, but obviously it would have been great if Maidstone had managed to get through. Apparently they took 4,500 fans yeah. up there. Players did a lap of honour um, before kick-off, of course. Hopefully they did one after full-time. Wouldn't be a bit weird if during the game... Do you reckon that's why they lost 5-0? Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you, what you do. You I appreciate that you're just happy to be here, but come on, this is taking the piss. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, Ipswich will look at that and go, how did we get put out by that lot anyway? Yeah, Maidstone, they've been a credit to the competition. We bloody love them. Um, the yes. fact is we may never see them again, realistically. Like it's, it, is, it is within the realms of possibility that people listening to this podcast never, ever watch Maidstone United ever again um, in, in a game of football. Who knows? Oh. But it would be wonderful if they came roaring back, though. Uh, next year, although it does seem very unlikely. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's, it's it's just an amazing achievement as it is. I mean, to to come from that level and and reach the fifth round of of, of the FA Cup is is extraordinary. So I, I know what you're saying about it would have been good for them to to, to get a real biggie, but look, they're punching well above their weight, and um, look, they've got some stories to tell. They, 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 they do indeed. Well, everybody, uh, we've come to the end of this Ramble Reacts. Do join us on Wednesday where myself, Andy, Jim and Pete will be discussing all the action from the FA Cup fifth round. In the meantime, do find us on uh, Twitter, currently known as X, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble and do follow us 
on Spotify. Just been uh, told that Jared Bowen said his Spider-Man DJ celebration was inspired by DJ Spider Raji. <laughs> right, everybody. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. See you Wednesday. Spider Raji, what the f? Oh my goodness. <laughs> the Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.